Okay, good morning. Good morning, what I told her. So, there are two signs that make an animal kosher. These two signs mentioned in the parashas, if the animal chews its cud, we discuss if it regurgitates what it eats, they have several stomachs until it processes and digests the food. And the second sign is if it has split hooves. There are four animals that the Torah goes through, um, which have one of each, but don't have the other. I mean, many animals don't have either. But there are um, four animals the Torah goes through. Two are different types of rabbits. The Shafan, the Arnevis, that they translate here as the Hyrax and the Hare. I looked it up. They're both from the family of rabbits. And then another one is the Camel. And then the, the fourth one is the famous Chazer. Right? The, the Chazer, the pig. Now, of these four animals, the Torah gives the reason for each of them. Props of any animal in the world. Yeah, for some reason, there's so many animals, and he's the one. That's the one. Yeah, it's just the most common meat. That's why it's. uh, I think. But there's um. So of these four animals, the Torah gives the reason for each of them. Okay, the Torah gives the reason for the camel and the two rabbits, the shofar and the arnevis, and the reason for all three of them is the same, because all three of them they each chew their cud, but they don't have split hooks. So they chew their cud, but they don't have split hooks. Then the, the fourth animal, which is the chazer, is the other way around. It has split hooves, but it doesn't chew its cud. So these are four animals that have one of each, but don't have both, and therefore we don't... So what I want to discuss today is something very interesting about these four animals. What's the message and what's the lesson that we can learn out in our spiritual uh, um, uh, internal um, service of God? what we can learn out from it, and what this all means. So one of, um, uh, first of all, there's a medrash. It's very interesting. There's actually conflicting medrashim. But there's a medrash. Yeah, there's a medrash that describes each of these four animals to correspond to the four nations that caused the Jewish people to go into exile. Um, uh, Bovel, Yavon, Modai, and Edoin. These four um, nations that caused the Jewish people to go into exile um, are correspond to these four different animals. And the Chazer, interestingly, corresponds to Edom. Edom is considered to be Rome. Edom is considered to be the Gullus that we're in right now, the longest out of all the exiles. And that's what the Chazer corresponds to. It sounds like it's a concept of Gullus, because Edom is the Gullus we're now, that means there's only, it's just an idea, it's not like a nation. Right? It's not America or Germany or... Of course, it's not yet. It's an idea. Yeah, and we're going to discuss that today. Okay. So, I mean, it started by Edom, but yeah, it so became... We're now we're still... World, we're considered in Gaulus Edom, yeah. yeah okay. um, and this is the... Is, yeah, so the four animals represent... The Chazi represent, is represented by Edom. Now, um, interestingly is that it says that the Chazer is going to, um, to become kosher when Mashiach comes. Right? Out of all these animals, not the, really? not the rabbits, so not the... It says it'll be... It'll be kosher? Yeah, it'll be great breakfast. They have bread. It's going to make it. Bacon and eggs. They have beyond burger. Beyond burger. Beyond burger? Right. So the chazer... The chazer will become kosher when Mashiach comes. Which basically means that whatever klipa, whatever negative force and energy there is in the chazer is able to be transformed. The other um, animals won't become kosher. That means whatever energy, negative energy is in them will not be able to be transformed when Mashiach comes. Now corresponding to Edom, there is actually a medrash about Edom that says that when Mashiach comes, um, Edom, Hashem will give them a very hard time. 
It says Edom will um, will will be Hashem will. It says Ga'archai is There's a whole major saying Hashem will give Edom uh, a very hard time. Um, so the but it will be able to to be transformed. So what is this Edom? What is this Klipa? What is this negative energy that's corresponding to the Chazer? And it will be transformed when Mashiach comes. And the fact that the Chazer is the only one that has one sign, which sign is that it split hooves and doesn't chew its cut. So um, I want to get into a discussion here about the negative energy and negative forces that exist in the world. In general, Kabbalah divides them into two. There are two categories of negative energies that exist in the world. One is called the Shalish Klipas Atmeris, the, sen, the, the three um, completely uh, impure and contaminated forces and energies that exist in the world. And then the second category is called Klipas Noiga, the Klipa that shines. The, um, the Klipa that shines. Now, these two general categories are very simply, if you were to make them very simple, it's, there's the negative energy that is completely contaminated and impure and there's nothing uh, positive and holy about it. And that is basically everything which is completely prohibited for a Jew to engage in. Anything which is completely prohibited for a Jew, any of the Averis, any of the 365 negative things, any objects, any non-kosher things, which are in the jurisdiction of the, the area that we're not able to engage in them, those are things which are com- considered to be the, most, the lowest um, form of energy that exists in the world, and that is why we can't engage in them. And there's no way for it to be used for anything special, anything holy, but just the way we deal with them is by not engaging with them. Like what, for example? Anything that's not kosher, anything that's prohibited. Oh, so that's... Sometimes you do engage. Things that you're not allowed to engage with fall into this category. There's another category, anything which is us, anything which is prohibited. That's that's a separate discussion. That's not a that's not considered an exception. It's a slasoys. It's a whole. It's like it's a one off. Like it's and it's 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 its own. No, it is. That's stop. Good. <laughs> so there's um, there's another category which is called klipas nega. Klipas nega is the force and energy which could be elevated, which is not bound. It's not tied up. It's not restricted. It's not prohibited. It's an area. It's called the gray area. It's the, the area of things which are permitted. We're allowed to use them, but just because we're allowed to use them, it doesn't mean they're holy. Meaning we may use them in a negative way. If we use these things in a negative way, it's anything which is permitted, anything which we're allowed to engage with, allowed to touch, allowed to have in our life, we have then the choice of how we include it in our life, how it, it becomes a part of our life, in a holy way or in a not a holy way. If, it be, if we use it in a holy way, it has the ability to enter the jurisdiction of holiness and become completely holy. If we deal with it in a negative way, then automatically it becomes under the, the control of the other forces and becomes completely contaminated and completely not holy. So it's the gray area because it can be used either way. That's why it's called the clip of the chines. It has the ability to shine. But it's up to us how we use it. So these four clippers can, um, can correspond to the same four nations, Edoim being the clip of Snoiga, the clip of the chines. And the Chazer also being the clip of Snoiga. So first of all, just if you consider, look at the Kabbalistic resemblance, um, this is why the Chazer will be able to become kosher when Mashiach comes. Because it's not bound, it's not completely tied up. Um, it, it's right now under the control of the, the completely negative forces, but it has the ability to be elevated and transformed, and that's what will happen when Mashiach comes. But Hashem will still give it a hard time. What is the idea in that? So the idea is as follows, and here's the practical application for today. That this gray area, if you think about it, we have two extremes, okay? We have holiness, Completely holy. There's nothing negative about it. 
positivity. And it can never be contaminated. Holiness can never be contaminated. No matter what you do to it, it will stay holy. It's not Makabotumah. Then you have the, the negative um, area. The, that which is completely negative, completely Tumah, completely prohibited, completely Asr that we can't engage with. And there's no way for it to ever become holy. Those are two opposite sides of the spectrum, two extremes. And then we have the middle. The middle is that area which can go either way. It's up to us how we use it. Now, we know that everything in the world needs to get energy from Kedusha. The only real thing that exists, the only real life comes from God, which equals Kedusha, equals holiness. So if God is giving everything energy and everything life, right, it must be that even that which is completely impure, completely negative, still gets life from God. How can it derive energy and get life from God? There needs to be some area, some common area. Right? When you have two extremes, and somehow they, 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 they have some uh, engagement, they relate with each other, there needs to be some common ground, some space where they could be on the same terms to an extent. Otherwise, there's no room for them to engage. The moment they hit, they clash. That train, right? The magnets, when the opposite sides touch, they, there's no way for them to touch. So if holiness, if somehow the Tumah gets its energy from holiness, there must be an area where there is some common ground. What is that area? That's the gray area. That's that area which is that middle klipa, that middle, middle energy, which is not holy, but it's not not holy. It's in between. It could go either way. So generally, that's the connection. generally, the lower forces of evil, the lower forces of negativity of Tumah, they get their energy from holiness. How? Through that middle area. And they, 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 they look for it, and they yearn for it. They yearn for a Jew to use that middle area for something negative. Because the moment the Jew uses that gray area for something negative, they just took their holy energy of, their, of themselves as a Jew and put it into this, this gray area and allowed it to then sink into the completely negative area. And they just got some sustenance, some life. They're like, uh, what's the, 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 that bug that, that, uh, that uh, it takes blood? A blood sucker. They're like blood sucker. There's a word for it. Um, uh, that, uh, that they t- that, that's where the, the klipa waits. Parasite. The klipa, the negative forces wait. They wait for someone to engage with that gray area in a negative way because that gives them life. So, in a way, this middle gray area can be the biggest asset for holiness, but it could also be the biggest asset for unholiness, for negativity. It could be the biggest asset for holiness because this is a way for holiness to conquer area, to, to, gain more, to gain more members, so to speak, to gain more energy. Because when we use it for something holy, we just took something which was gray area and made it holy. We added to holiness. But it's also a huge asset for the negative uh, forces because the moment we use it for something negative, we just gave life to the negative area in life. So this gray area is the, is, is the strongest and most impactful and powerful thing that exists in this world if you think about it. Right? Because it can go either way. And depending on which way it goes, that's what, what area it's going to give life to. So this is how delicate this middle area is. And this is why on one hand, yes, it could be transformed when Mashiach comes. On the other hand, Hashem's going to give it a very hard time. Because Hashem's going to have to do something to, to detach it from being able to give any energy to the negative forces. The negative forces will be completely eradicated when Mashiach comes. It says, And then, it will only be able to be in the jurisdiction of holiness. But what this teaches us, the practical lesson that we take out from this chazer, and the, the, the energy of this chazer, is that this gray area, sometimes we feel that, it's, that, that we don't have to put so much focus on it. That we feel like we can be holy people. And then when it comes to the gray area, it doesn't matter so much. 
If I use it for something holy, if I use it for something not holy, it's not usher, it's not prohibited, I'm not engaging in something that's negative, I'm just not using it for something holy. We feel like that, what, 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 what could be so wrong with what I'm doing? Meaning I'm, doing, I'm involved in holiness, I, I do holy things. When it comes to the gray area, it doesn't matter so much what I do with it. Um, so the powerful message that we learn from here is that this gray area is the most delicate. It can really go either way. And it's in our hands which way we, 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 we direct it. And it's, it empowers us to show us how powerful we are. We have the ability to take things which are completely not holy, which are simply just raw pyre of things, things which are just gray area. We have the ability to, to just by touching it and using it in a holy way, we just made it holy. We just brought holy energy to it and, and, and included it in something holy. But we also have the ability to do the opposite. So... So we need to touch it. So we need to um, we need to to learn how to engage with the gray area in the holiest way to give it the, the significance that it has because it's very powerful, a huge asset, and the chazer will be transformed. When Mashiach comes, we should reach the times so everything will be transformed and be only holy. Mashiach.